Hello, business lovers. This is our first This Week in Business podcast. And today, your hosts are going to be Shrey Sambara and Nihal Singh. Today, we're going to be diving into McDonald's, one of the largest and oldest fast food chains in the world. We're going to be analyzing how the pandemic and supply chain shortages over the past year have impacted its revenues and costs. But before that, I'd like to turn it over to my co-host, Shreyas, to dive into the history of McDonald's. Picture this. The year is 1940, and brothers Maurice and Richard McDonald have just started a small joint in the lovely city of San Bernardino, California. Now, this is 1940, of course, right? The restaurants, the, the ideal restaurant was going, ordering your food, and waiting 15, 20 minutes to get a couple of burgers and fries off the grills. But these two brothers had an idea, an idea, of, and, this, and this idea went on to revolutionize the entire fast food and restaurant industry that we know today. And this idea was fast food. And this is a very, now while this may be a very commonly known idea today, back then this this idea was the one of its kind. Essentially, if you went to McDonald's, right, the one location, San Bernardino, right, as soon as you placed your order, as soon as you place your order, for example, let's say for a an hamburger and some fries, you'd immediately get it right after ordering it. Now, my while many people thought this was magic, it was actually a very well planned out and logistically very logistically very smooth restaurant system that ensured that people got their food as soon as they ordered it. And this big concept, as we know, is called fast food. Now, many people are astonished by this idea, and one person in particular was Ray Kroc, who is actually the retired. Um, an ex ex chairman and board member of the McDonald's Corporation, right now, Ray was just a small time milkshake machine salesman traveling across the coast, and he lived in. He was actually from the city of Chicago, right, and. And one of his business trips, he came across McDonald's, and he found this idea revolutionary. He decided to then stay some time and talk to his brothers about and get to know the business and what it was actually behind it. Long story short, Ray worked his way into the business, and what many people don't know is that Ray was actually trying to push Maurice and Richard McDonald's out of the business, right? He start what he started to do. He started franchising the McDonald's. He started franchising the McDonald's business without the proper consent of these two brothers. And letting as McDonald's started to grow, the quality of these products that the Maurice, the McDonald's brothers hoped to have, started to decrease. And at one point, Marie, at one point, Ray Kroc, the ex-chairman of the McDonald's Corporation, decided to finally push these two brothers out of the McDonald's Corporation and offered to buy them out. It was a one per it was a one percent per brother a buyout agreement on a handshake agreement that was never legally documented everywhere. And till date, the Waldies, while Maurice and Richard McDonald have sadly passed away, till date, there's no official record showing that they got their one percent, which would have later been approximately twenty million dollars today. And the, as soon what happened was that as business goes, right, the McDonald's brothers ran out of the McDonald's brothers as they were pushed out of the business, ran out of business, right? They started starting other expenditure. They start, start, started trying other restaurant ideas, but they all failed, sadly. 
And at the end, what happened was Ray Kroc built a new McDonald's franchise right in front of the old one in San Bernardino. And that that pushed out the original McDonald's as we know it. Now, you might be asking, what is the relevance of this long history lesson on McDonald's? Oh, well, I'm going to pass that over to my um, co-host, Steve Hall, to explain it. So since the days of the McDonald's brothers, the McDonald's business has grown exponentially. Just this past year, in 2020, they logged over $23 billion in global revenue, the highest they've had in over six years. However, that $23 billion figure doesn't exactly tell the entire picture. Due to the pandemic and mass resignations and labor shortages across the United States, McDonald's has had to wait, hike its wages to attract more workers. Additionally, due to supply chain constraints, also due to the pandemic, ingredient prices have skyrocketed. The combined effect of worker wage hikes and higher ingredient prices has been a 6% increase in the menu prices at McDonald's. This figure is expected to increase even more as ingredient prices are projected to almost double this coming year. And you know, Nihal, right? I was looking at a really interesting documentary on McDonald's manages to get... So, and McDonald's always manages to have so many, so many items always ready, right? Um, I know, I know this is um in a sense common knowledge, right? But for those of you who don't know, McDonald's actually doesn't make any of their items on their spot. They're usually outsourced from any of their uh distribution locations, and then they come to the individual French franchises, right? Specific to, for example, McDonald's fries, right? McDonald's fries are actually harvested and created in like right straight from potatoes into the magical golden uh goodness that we know they're actually manufactured in canada right and with the entire co- with the entire covid 19 pandemic situation right this the legit the extra logistics that are needed to get something from canada to millions of locations across the united states has its own unique um set of challenges right obviously with as you said uh, lack of lack of drivers for example or uh, board, or for like border concerns, issues, etc. Right? It's really made the entire. It's really made the entire process hard. And as you were saying, that's one of the main. That's a, a main reason for why McDonald's prices are on the are on the increase. Supply chain issues, right? Yeah, supply chain issues. Got it. The combined effect of worker wage hikes and higher ingredient prices has been a 6% increase in the menu prices at McDonald's. This figure is expected to increase even more as ingredient prices are projected to almost double this coming year. And you know, Nihal, right? I was looking at a really interesting documentary on McDonald's manages to get so and McDonald's always manages to have so many so many items always ready right um i know i know this is um in a sense common knowledge right but for those of you who don't know McDonald's actually doesn't make any of their items on their spot they're usually outsourced from any of their uh distribution locations and then they come to the individual french franchises right specific to for example McDonald's fries right McDonald's fries are actually harvested and created in like right straight from potatoes into the 
magical golden uh, goodness that we know. They're actually manufactured in Canada, right? And with the entire with the entire COVID nineteen pandemic situation, right? This the legit the extra logistics that are needed to get something from Canada to millions of locations across the United States has its own unique um, set of challenges, right? Obviously, with as you said, uh, lack of lack of drivers, for example. Or uh, board, or for like border concerns, issues, etc. Right? It's really made the entire. It's really made the entire process hard. And as, as you were saying, that's one of the main. That's a, a main reason for why McDonald's prices are on the are on the increase. Supply chain issues, right? Yeah, supply chain issues. Got it. There is hope for those low wage consumers, though. Wouldn't you say, Shreyas? Yes, certainly. Right. Well, obviously, McDonald's is increasing their prices, right? One main, one big factor in McDonald's business is actually their land holdings, right? And many people haven't, many people didn't know this, right? But McDonald's actually makes and earns a lot of its revenue from its real estate holdings, right? Um, in a recent uh, in a recent board member meeting, right, McDonald's CEO actually said that. Think of McDonald's as a $30 million real estate business, right? McDonald's, this is the, here is the model, right? McDonald's actually, what they do is they buy these land, they, they buy these pieces of land in the middle of nowhere and like 10 years ago, for example, right? And as this industry starts to develop around these places, obviously, first McDonald's will start, obviously, these land prices would start to increase, right? And McDonald's would actually sell this land or actually lease it to McDonald's um, aspiring McDonald's franchise owners, right? And off this, these franchise owners will be able to operate their own business, get get their cuts of or their McDonald's franchising, McDonald's franchising costs. And but McDonald's will be still making a lot of money off of these land increases. So adding on to Nihal's point, right? There still is hope for prices to reduce because and because since the start of COVID, right? As the housing bubble has increased, right, the land prices have gone up so much, and McDonald's can maybe actually be, maybe able to use that money they've gotten from these land holdings to actually reduce the prices. Nihal, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's similar to how Amazon uses a lot of their revenue from web services to cover for their losses in retail, and that helps keep the or retail prices low because they're making up for it through a high profit business like the web services. Similarly. McDonald's real estate holdings have generated, you know, 100% plus returns year over year, especially due to the pandemic, which has accelerated the rise of home prices. So I think that is something that is definitely foreseeable. So obviously, as a result of these increased prices, labor costs, etc., right, McDonald's's prices are on the increase, right? I mean, Historically speaking, right, if you look at fast food has been known for its cheap prices. It's just it's been known for its bang for bang for your buck kind of model, right? But with these increased prices, it makes us wonder if like if it's just better to go to a regular restaurant where you get more options and in fact have obviously healthier and more unique alternatives. Right, because that increase in prices in fast foods and McDonald's and other fast food joints that has not come with an increase in quality of ingredients or the quality of food. So it would be more worth it, I'd agree, to go to a normal restaurant, a sit-down restaurant, especially these local ones which source their materials and ingredients not 
through this complicated, you know, supply chain distribution where all the ingredients are, you know, refrigerated and transported thousands of miles. They're grown locally and sustainably, and that's higher quality food. And at this point, McDonald's prices are approaching those prices. It makes fast food. It makes me wonder where the future of fast food, right? My dad, when he came to the United States in 2002, right, he used to tell me how when there was not much, when there was not much options, he used to go to Taco Bell and pick up a he pick up a taco for sixty eight cents, and that used to fill his stomach very well, and serve his needs, right? But if 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 immigrants today and people low in, uh, low wage earners today go to a fast food place, right? Could they expect the same type of fulfillment that they'd be getting earlier? Yeah, definitely. McDonald's has a surprisingly complicated business model. It'll be interesting to see how those increased menu prices will play out here in the United States and across the globe. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a very complex model, as you said. And I think McDonald's has certainly expressed, um, ex- I mean, while they've expressed in the future that they're going to maybe add touchscreens or put delivery through Uber, right? I think the main, like the core, um, the core system that McDonald's has in place will continue to be there and McDonald's businesses McDonald's business will continue to grow. Yeah, I mean, the only the only part that I reflect back and look at in history is that what what would have happened if the McDonald's brothers were still part of this massive growth, right? Every time I go to a McDonald's and I see how big it is, like I kind of have some sort of inner almost a bit of sadness for the reason that the McDonald's brothers maybe got pushed aside from the business a bit and it just makes me think that if this is just one example. I mean, how many more examples of these? How many more examples of these? This is in business, and yeah, I think we should. I think um, in the future we're definitely going to maybe talk more about McDonald's and see what what's in store. But yeah, so next time you're going to buy a Big Mac or a, a ice cream sundae or a Cinnabon from McDonald's, we hope you keep all this rich. We hope you think of all this rich history, current facts, and everything on McDonald's. So to close it off, um, for your for our first This Week in Business podcast, my name is Shrey Sambara. And I'm Nihal Singh. And thank you for listening, business lovers.